On this episode of Low Earth Orbit, we review The World's End. Welcome to Low Earth Orbit. This is episode four. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Steve Merman. I'm Justin Voss. And this week we're talking about The World's End, which is the third movie in sort of a thematic trilogy from Edgar Wright. It's written by uh, Edgar Wright as well as Simon Pegg. And Simon Pegg stars with Nick Frost and Martin Freeman. And the setup is that it's uh, a group of five friends who 20 years ago, when they were getting out of high school, they had this mile-long trek through 12 different pubs. And this is all in the trailer, so I don't think we're giving too much away. And they they didn't quite make it. They didn't quite make Mm -hmm. it to the last pub. So 20 years on, the characters are sort of like reuniting to try to make it through. Um, And the one qualifier we'll put out here is I actually haven't seen the other two movies, so I was kind of coming in cold. But both Justin and Steve have. So, Justin, what did you think? Uh, I really liked The World's End. I definitely, um, you know, for some movies, I feel like I can kind of call the plot points as they're going to come on. Like, oh, now we're going to see this dramatic reveal. And now we're going to have this twist. And now we're going to have this heartfelt moment or whatever. And I felt like I actually didn't get a whole lot of that from The World's End, which I really liked. And I found myself laughing out loud a lot at it, which I think is, you know, the best praise you can give a movie that's supposed to be a comedy. So I definitely was laughing a lot at it. Um, but I will say that out of the three movies between Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, I would actually put The World's End last. I mean, I liked it a lot. I like it more than just the average movie. But I think that of the three, it's actually my least favorite. Uh, yeah, I had sort of a similar reaction. I mean, I also really liked it a lot. Um, but the problem is I really, really liked Hot Fuzz. Um, and Sean did I liked as well, but I saw Hot Fuzz first, and immediately I saw it first. And, you know, it's a first sort of you know introduction to that, that his particular kind of blend of comedy, or the fact that I really love you know the the genre of like you know the British countryside murder anyway, which is what Hot, <laughs> Hot Fuzz is about. It sounds like a Netflix yes. <laughs> probably is. Um, and so it didn't quite live up to you know Hot Fuzz um, and and the other ones, but it was still like I think said really good. You know, I, mean, I love British humor and I laughed out loud quite a lot. Um, and I, I think I just really like Edgar Wright's sensibilities. I mean, another one of his films that I absolutely love um, is Scott Pilgrim. Um, you know, it's one of my which top. I saw. <laughs> yeah, um, and so you know, I mean, it's just you can't go really too far wrong with him. Um, but it did, you know, it didn't feel like quite led up to the, the other ones. You know, the pacing felt a little bit off. It was kind of slow at the beginning and then felt too action at the end. And it was, you know, it wasn't quite as balanced, I thought, as, as the other ones. But overall, I, I enjoyed it. So the interesting thing is not only did I not see, and I didn't realize this until last night, but not only did I not see the other two movies, I thought I had seen the trailer. And I didn't. Oh. What I saw were the production stills. And the summary... So what happened for me? I saw a very different movie than you guys wow. did. So what happened? And I, it wasn't planned this way, but I'm actually really glad I did this. Because literally what was happening is 20 minutes in, I was like, this is really funny. This is a really funny movie. You know, it's, it's hilarious because they're like getting together and it's a little bit different. And the dialogue super sharp. And, the, you know, I thought the dialogue was super sharp and the, the acting the performance is really good. And then literally all of a sudden I'm like... Wait, he tore his head. Like, what? what is going on? <laughs> I was like, and what I thought for the first few seconds is I thought, oh, well, the, it's, he's having a hallucination or something like that. And they're going to, like, because they, they walk in. And it, we should oh. we should not go too heavy on spoilers here. But I think apparently, because I watched the trailer today. Yeah. This is in the trailer. So they, they reveal the fact that there is sort of this 
robot thing taking over. But you didn't, I didn't see know, the trailer. Which was an awesome experience. <laughs> this is fantastic. No, it's incredible. So I was just watching, and I was literally, I thought it was going to be like a comedy, you know, like a sort of a drunk comedy, and like, I just, in fact... It's like the hangover. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's how I described it to somebody. So I'm going to go check out World's End, and they're like, oh, what's that about? I was like, oh, it looks like it's kind of like the hangover. Good God. Oh my. <laughs> wow. I, I got out, and maybe this improved my impression of the movie, but I loved this movie and I should say that this is usually not my kind of movie yeah like the sort of over the top like super like zombie movies first of all I'm just totally burnt on the whole concept mm. and this sort of is um, but you know it's just usually the over the top like kind of super crass in ways and all that stuff it's usually not my kind of thing I loved this movie to- totally surprised took me by surprise <laughs> literally it's so funny you say that because this is the same experience I had with Hot Fuzz like some fr- some friends like were like we were at their place and we're like oh we should watch a movie and, I'm, and they're like we're watching like Hot Fuzz like I never even heard of it didn't know, I hadn't seen any of the other movies you know and I started watching it and it starts out just like oh this is going to be an incredibly you know stupid <laughs> movie I'm going to hate it like you know who, who's this guy like you know and then like you know then you know it's much much like you know here like you know about like a third of the way through like crazy things start happening like whoa 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 what is going on and then yeah it blew my mind and I loved it I yeah so so oh god did you know anything about Hot Fuzz before you'd gone in to no see nothing it? So, so, did you even think it was funny like in the beginning like what is in the police well, station it wasn't even the... all that funny at the very beginning I thought really you know yeah. like I, well, I mean I expected it to be like. I was I was sort of predisposed to dislike it because of the, the, the movies that my friends that were watching that were showing it liked. I'm like, oh, mm. this is one of those kinds of movies. Yeah. And so I like, you know, I think I was, you know, I was a little sort of like jaded going in, you know. And yeah. then like it took a little while for win me over, and then I was just completely like, you know, in love with it by the end of the movie. Nice. I actually don't remember which one I saw first, if it was Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. But yeah, just immediately was like kind of sort of like, what in the world is this? Like, I, th- I remember hearing about Shaun of the Dead for a long time, and I was like, oh, I don't know, it's like one of these goofy zombie movies. I don't know if this is really my thing or whatever. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is awesome. But actually, yeah, I don't remember if it was Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead that I saw first. But yeah, as soon as I was, saw one of them, I was like, all right, this Simon Pegg guy has got something going for him. <laughs> I mean, the thing that that, and maybe this is sort of the trope of of the trilogy, but. The thing that blew me away about it is that every time I thought, like, you, they cannot possibly top this. <laughs> and, like, the next scene, it's like, what? It's blue. You know, they blew up to something else that was even bigger than the thing they blew up in the last scene. And then it's just like, and just, it just kept, kept up to, upping ante over and over again. Yeah. What? And it was, I don't know. I, did you, did you guys like, like, I thought, the performances were fantastic. I mean, they're really good actors. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's so. I think Nick Frost is. I mean, such an incredible actor. Like, yes. compare his character in Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, who's this like slob? Who's like lazy and annoying? And like you know. And then his character here was like uptight businessman, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, and, and you believe it? Yeah, he performed, it pulls off so well. I was, yeah. I, 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 like, I saw him in this role at the beginning. So, you know, like, no, I, I, I don't think I can buy him here. That right. way. And then I, I, like, you know, a minute into his performance, I was sold. Yeah, you know, I was just so impressed. I, I think Frost totally still stole the show on this whole thing. I think that. I mean, I actually didn't like Simon Pegg's character. I mean, I think it's... No, I, I think I, I it's kind of, you're kind of not supposed to. You're, right. I, you're right, and I think that's the point. I mean, I think his performance was good in the sense that, like, he was good at it, but I didn't I didn't like his character, like, and I was annoyed by him, and I felt like there was yeah. kind of a long opening where I'm like, you know, I'm really tired of seeing this particular character's quirks. Like, I get it. He's a screw-up, like, and wants to live in the past, and I, I get it, and, and now it's just annoying. It's like, we've established yeah. the character, let's go. But yeah, man, Nick Frost's character I thought was great, especially when they get to the point after the fight in the bar and like 
well, he can drive. He's sober. And he's like halfway through taking like <laughs> six awesome. shots, so and then just like goes into like berserker mode. And I was like, this is great. This is fantastic. I thought his character was clearly the best out of all. Yeah, yeah. I also really enjoyed Martin Freeman's you know performance as well. You know, particularly after like what happens to him. You know, and, yes, and I, it, yeah. such a good job. You know, pulling that off and. And another thing that I like too is the, the, my favorite part of the entire movie, and I'm, probably because I'm not like a big fan of action sequences, you know. Mm-hmm. But my, my favorite part is the bit about pronouns. That was amazing. In the middle of this crazy robot like yeah. thing, you know, and then there's the discussion about like what pronouns they should use to describe <laughs> it. And they said like no blue bloods, blue bloods, <laughs> no bloods, blank. And then that yeah. whole thing is yeah. genius. Blank. And, and there's a lot of moments like that. I yeah, the, the whole robot thing too. There's, I mean, I don't think any like any, 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 any like, do you know what robot means? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think any any action movie has ever devoted so much time to the entomology of a word. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they go into great detail, like the philosophical implications of oh, the yeah. entomology of the word robot well, I, and how that might actually affect like the storyline and in fact it does actually play into the storyline yeah. even the, the ending has to do with the word robot and I just I, I, I love that yes yeah so I, so I mean I guess this means I need to see the other movies you really um, should, if you liked this one I think you're going to really like the other two although it's interesting I can actually see you know some of the some of the same like one upmanship from yeah. scene to scene in Scott Pilgrim as well. Yeah, no, not quite sure to yeah. the same degree, and it's like yeah. a different kind of tone. But it's the same. The things I liked about Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and I like a lot here as well. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. I literally thought, I can't emphasize how much I thought I was going in for a hangover. <laughs> and then it came out with like, I'm like, there's like a robot walking around downtown. What the hell is going on? What is happening? And I literally, for, literally for the first three, four minutes of the of the first fight scene. Yeah. I was like, they're going to you know, say, oh, you woke up from a dream or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, like, I can see why you would think that, too. Because like during that scene, especially, I mean, there's a few seconds where even I was like, is this, is this actually happening? Because yeah. like, they, they walk in, they his don't His friends come in, and his friends don't notice that he's like decapitated this person. <laughs> and you know, there's, you know, there's blood everywhere, and like the head over the side of the room, and he's like screaming. And they're just like completely not talking about <laughs> this horrible scene in front of them. And I'm like, can they not see it? Like, why are they not... And then finally, they kind of like get the reaction you're going for. But yeah, there's a few seconds that we're like, maybe, maybe this is all on his head. Yeah. Well, because I mean, the movie before that is sort of like this, actually, sort of contemplative, you know, uh, buddy movie, like you know, kind of mulling over the you know midlife crises and yeah. decisions people make and how they affect their you know their lives. And I mean, it's, in some ways, it like actually has like sort of like it's kind of sort of deep, you know, well, up until it, it almost wants to, it almost, it almost is. And then right before it gets there, yeah, it like exactly. pulls it away. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of why I felt like I couldn't predict a lot of the twists and turns, right? Because every time I thought that like, Oh, now it's going to get serious up for a few minutes. You know, now it's going to have the moment where it's going to like, you know, the, these, you know, two characters like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost characters are going to have like the real heart to heart. And it never gets there, you know? And I think that that's you know, the point. They don't want, they don't want to get there, but there's a couple of times like towards, um, Towards the end, they're like, you know, there's a little scuffle, and then they pull up his sleeve, and you can see the hospital band. And I'm like, oh, now we're going to get the serious talk. And then it immediately turns into something goofy. But, like, you know, but there was a couple spots where, like, in the beginning, you know, like, in the very first, like, two minutes, he's he's um, in, like, that support group or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think we're supposed to... Uh, uh, believe that that's like Alcoholics Anonymous or something, right? Or like, uh, yeah, I think it's a or, drug recovery. Yeah. Or something, right? Yeah. But there was a couple spots where I actually thought that it was going to go a different way. Like, I thought that, like, actually, I don't know, maybe this is a spoiler, maybe it's not, but I actually thought throughout the movie, like, any minute now, Simon Pegg's character is going to tell us he has terminal cancer. I was, like, just waiting waiting for that shooter really? drop. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, I totally thought that, like, 
Well, because he makes up the thing about his mom dying. Yeah. But, like, um, he... I don't know. I guess I just... The impression I got from the character was that this is, like, his last hurrah. And, like, you know, he never finished this thing that he always wanted to do, and he's lost touch with his friends, and now he finds out that his clock is ticking, and, and I guess he kind of does metaphorically, but I, I assume that he found out literally that his time was kind of up, right? And that this whole thing was his way of sort of like having closure for his whole life was to finish this thing through the pubs. And so I totally thought that like for at least 30 seconds, like that sort of somewhat somber, sh- you know, scene would happen and it never did. And that was kind of great, you know, yeah. because like it could just totally like without reservation be a goofy action movie. But it totally like had those moments where I was like, oh, this is totally going to happen. And then it didn't, you know. Yeah, his, that, that sort of decision to make his character not just sort of the lovable screw up, but like truly damaged. Yeah. I'm not sure, sure if I'm like really convinced that was the right way to go. You know, yeah, like, I mean, of. you know, I, I don't know what we got out of that per se. I mean, maybe the ending was showing that he sort of, you know, was kind well, of like... You know, I mean, it sort of sort of play into the ending in some way, but guess, you know, I don't yeah. know that really it really did. We didn't get um, a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. like he could have been just like you know the slightly crazy buddy, and the movie would have been the same. Yeah, exactly. So to make him... they had this whole extra layer, so I mean, you feel bad about him, and then yeah, you were also annoyed, but then I thought kind of like bad for feeling annoyed because yeah. he's like so I like really damaged, right? You know, and I feel like that. Yeah, they didn't really add anything yeah yeah i mean it was great i mean he did a great job like getting that across absolutely but they just the the script just didn't have anything to do with that yeah so it's kind of interesting that it worked out that way yeah anyway i loved it i think it i mean i would recommend people see it absolutely yeah absolutely yeah i think people should totally go see it but like i said of the three movies hot fuzz shawn of the dead and the world's end i think the world's end would come third like last is appropriate for the world's end Just (laughs) (laughs) just saying uh anyway so, uh, if you would like to send us any kind of feedback, you can email us at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. You can follow the show on Twitter at lowearthshow. And uh, if you get a chance and you like the show, please add a rating for us on iTunes because that actually really impacts people's uh, listening to the show. All right. See you next time. Hey guys, so uh, we started talking about spoilers with The World's End after we stopped recording, so we're going to add that in now, but just to let you know, if you haven't seen the movie, you might want to listen to this afterwards. That sounds great. Uh, fences and mm. stuff, and then humans are jeering them on, and there was yeah. some like oh. reference about how, you know maybe we earned this you know like reputation we have you know yeah, yeah. and there's this whole commentary about like well you know maybe like, we are as humans we are pretty horrible people you know and then that's all these scenes of like humans basically being horrible and like you know I don't know or you could be racist against robots or whatever it was whatever. you know like you know all these robot people that were left behind you know yeah um, it was a completely different controversial commentary than the rest of the movie yeah but they kind of squeeze that in at the end you know and I actually like the whole like all you know that I like that aspect of it you mm-hmm. know but very much like how Shaun of the Dead has a similar kind of thing it does at its ending you know yeah, it's true yeah. um, but I, I don't know if I really should bring that up because it's kind of spoiler it is pretty spoiler yeah. I, I did I did like the way that Gary King that's the name of his character uh becomes, like, the leader of that band of robots. I was trying end. to figure out if that was, like, part... Was that a reference to something else? It, 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 to me, I mean, I, I I don't know. I think everything is a reference to the Dark Tower, but to me, it looked a lot like sort of like a Dark Tower-ish sort of thing, the way that it's, like, sort of cowboy-ish, but sort of like a Knights of the Round Table-ish, and also, like, post-apocalyptic and, like, I don't know, out, you know, it's like... 
in the desert and everything, you know, sort of after the world has moved on sort of thing. I don't know. It, but, I, me, but I think everything's a Dark Tower reference, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Dark Tower conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I, yeah, it's funny. That's the, So the racial stuff or whatever's supposed to be, like, racial commentary, like, I was kind of done with the I mean, I wasn't done with the movie like I wasn't But you felt like it was, like, after the credits. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, yeah I, was, I was at the point where it was like, I wasn't really receptive to hearing that anymore because I had already, like, in my mind, reached the end of the movie. Mm, yeah. So it was like, oh, there's stuff happening. And it was, I kind of didn't, like, take that stuff. I mean, I remember it, but it didn't really affect... I don't think that it's really part of the movie. Mm. The or, whole thing with the, with the whole like the gardening thing and like yeah. I was like, all right, you know that's fine. It, it doesn't ruin it for me, but also it doesn't really feel like it was part of the epilogue-ish. Yeah, yeah, I guess a little bit, but it it, it wasn't new, any new information really. Like it was just like well, I think they were trying to redeem uh, King, uh, you know, Tom Pegg's character, sure. you know, by like you know, he ordered water at this point, you know. And that yeah, the fact he sobers up, I think, was sobers kind of up. Okay, you like, know, like I think they were trying to do something, like like you know, somehow like leverage all this damaged personality stuff they did with him before. Right. But yeah, right. I mean, I, I that didn't really pay off a lot for me because I also sort of started with the movie. I was just more and more sort of liked the kind of offhand gags that they kind of had with the whole we are not robots thing at the end yeah yeah i mean it was i liked the whole the, he was still doing real estate thing that was yeah really that funny. was right. that the soccer was, ball thing with like yes. the head that was the yeah, best that was good uh but yeah laura had kind of the same thing with the end she was like i thought that like you know after sort of the town explodes or whatever she was like at any moment i thought it was gonna be like a joke ending where it was like oh just kidding like you know whatever like the whole like post-apocalyptic thing she was like is this really happening right now like this yeah, is a little... it was just i mean it was fine it would yeah i wasn't offended by its presence it was just no, like me neither but it felt very tactical kind of tacked on or yeah. like I don't know it felt like unnecessary it's like they could have actually just ended it like with them on the hill and I think that would have been fine I think that actually yeah. would have been a perfectly acceptable ending although I didn't I wouldn't have realized that the whole world was destroyed I thought no but, localized... I, don't think it, but I don't think it mattered no no like, I don't think it, I don't think it did you I, know what does it change it would have been yeah I don't know I, I think I totally could have done without that whole thing. Yeah, me too. I think that basically everything that came after the explosion like I think could have been cut and I would not I would miss sort of like the like roving band of five musketeers thing that they had with him, which is kind of cool. But I, other than eh, I conceptually like the idea that they left the robots behind and they like rebooted and they're like, oh, what do we do now? Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's sort of an interesting that's idea. Cool. It was yeah. the execution of it was a little you know because well, it got I mean it's a complex idea. Yeah, it got three minutes of screen time tops. Right. Like right. you know, and that's being generous. Like yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, it could have been its own movie. Yeah, probably right. Like, what happens like after the alien invasion, where the aliens lose, but all the robots are still left behind? Like, yeah, did you it's kind of like District Nine ish. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I don't know. So, so I, so I'm really curious. So you, you loved Hawaiian Vacation, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm, I think I feel about Hawaiian Vacation the way you feel about Party Source Rex, which is I like it a lot. Uh-huh. But it's not in the same category as Party Source Rex. I agree. I'm more on the same page about Hawaiian Vacation. I but, like Hawaiian Vacation, see, but it's not nearly as funny as like see, Party Source Rex. You haven't seen Small Fry. I have not. And what? How do you feel about Small Fry? Small Fry, I feel like is probably in the middle between the two. I think it's right. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, I, I I liked it more than Party Source Rex, but not much as Hawaiian Vacation. Yeah. You you should watch that tonight. Small Fry. Yeah. Okay. It's like three minutes long. Okay. But, yeah. It's totally worth watching. I mean, they're all all three are hilarious. Yeah. All the yeah. Toy Story shorts are great. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm, no, I'm looking forward to the Toy Story, like, 30-minute, whatever it is. Oh, the TV is show. Is that happening? Yeah, Toy yeah. Story. Toy Story of Terror. Terror, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, yes. did you, didn't we, were you, were you at lunch when we were talking about this? I mean, I was, like, scarfing down my sandwich at this particular moment. What is happening? There's a full half-hour special about Halloween Toy Story. 
It's, it's, like, it's, it's Halloween? Yeah. yeah it's, it's going to air on, like, ABC or some, I don't know. No, I'm, hopefully. Of course ABC. Disney-owned. Oh, yeah. But it's, like, airing live on television, so. We're going to be live. Oh, all right. We're not live. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stream the old-fashioned way, whatever it's called. The thing that I refuse to participate in, but whatever that is, it's, like, it's like happening, like, at a certain point in time. I think the word is broadcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. We're inventing new technology. <laughs> Real time ray tracing. <laughs> to be amazing. How many computers do we need for this? All of them. Yeah. And I'm going to need your cell phone too. <laughs> that calculator right there on the table? Yeah, I'm not, we're going to need that. Get I'm not even sure that's going to be enough. Uh, oh, God. The, the things I forget to. So, the best part when I logged in SimCity today, it said uh, Department of Finance is in low earth orbit. <laughs> that's just awesome. like, like and, then it, it. <laughs> and then it said the department of transportation is in low earth orbit I'm like, well, okay, fair enough it's doing its job do well. do um, <laughs> I, could, I was about to say something and I heard you kind of like squeak <laughs> uh, I think I've ever heard anyone accuse Justin of squeaking before <laughs> that's exactly what happened though uh <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna have to t- recover. To yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Those name rolls. Yeah. Well, 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 we should spoil it for Scott. By the way, we need to record I, that I, sound. I, I mean, use it for something. I else. mean, I mean, my, that's my reaction exactly. You exactly ca- ca- captured it. Uh, we should <laughs> discuss why that is the case. Okay. Wait, oh.